Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. This is there. Spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, I pour out my spirit. Save the Lord. Pastor Bob Simons, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Good to be with you tonight. You are listening to a live broadcast, September 16th, 2018. And uh, these broadcasts are also podcasted on Holy Ghost Radio at a later date. But right now, this is live. So you're listening live either on 1230 AM right here in Dickinson, North Dakota, or on Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2, or on on KDIX.com. Net. Good to have everybody texting so far. You can be part of this broadcast by texting 701-290-7862. And um, you could call in tonight if you want, 225-5133. That's a local Dickinson number, 225-5133. You can talk to Abe if you want to do that. The um, got Ben and Michaela texting already from... From up in the northeast part of the state, listening must be listening online. We've got a good good word from um, our team that went down to the women's prison 
Uh, they are uh, said there were 19 ladies tonight in the, both services. That was good at the state women's prison. We've got um, somebody texting here. Um, great to be tuning in tonight. I'm not sure who this one is. Oh, the Torres family from Fargo that are listening. Good to have them with us tonight. So a lot of people that are going to be listening, I want you to text me, 701-290-7862. And um, excited about the program tonight. I hope it makes sense. I didn't get a chance to preach much today because uh, we, right in the middle of our adult Bible class this morning, uh, the fire department came in and shut us down. Somebody had smelled some natural gas in our church and and uh, they, they evacuated the building and shut us down. So we did a fire drill and came back in and, and uh, had our worship service. Had a special speaker, a minister from uh, one of our churches in Great Falls, Montana, that was, was preaching tonight, or preaching today, this morning. DJ, um, oh man, I just uh, forgot his name. DJ Griffith. Oh, I, I keep wanting to say Griffin. DJ Griffith was here preaching, and he was he did a great job. Brought my guitar in the studio. I'm not going to let Abe intimidate me. He's a better guitar player than me, but but uh, it's my show, so there. This is an old Lance Appleton song. <clears throat> a little abrasive, but probably fits the show. All right. In these last days that we're living in, many people have been blessed. By the gift of God's Holy Spirit But you know they don't like holiness They want to keep their long hair And their beer Their mini skirts and their TVs too But it takes a lot more than just talking in tongues To do what God wants you to do Got to be in the ship With the master sailor If you want to make it through life's stormy sea There's no room for middle of the road Christianity Got to be in the ship or out There's no room to leave for doubt Just say now if I do this Will Jesus smile on me? Some people, they get the Holy Ghost, they think that is enough. They want no part of that one God's stuff. Well, they'll baptize you in the titles, and they'll tell you you're all set. But if you don't go down in Jesus' name, friend, you're just getting wet. Got to be in the ship with the master sailor If you want to make it through life's stormy sea There's no room for middle-of-the-road Christianity Got to be in the ship or out There's no room to leave for doubt Just say now if I do this Will Jesus smile on me? Well, there's no room to compromise With Satan and his lies This world can't satisfy you anymore Don't need its amusements, styles, or dress To bring you happiness Come out from among them Be ye separate, saith the Lord Got to be in the ship with the master sailor If you want to make it through life's stormy sea There's no room for middle-of-the-road Christianity Got to be in the ship or out There's no room to leave for doubt Just say now if I do this Will Jesus smile on me? Just say now if I do this Will Jesus smile on me You're listening to the Tell It Like It Is radio show Pastor Bob here We've got Abe in the studio tonight Just he and I We don't have any of our onboard theologians here Helping us tonight But we do have people that are listening And if you want to help me by texting me scriptures Or whatever else uh, You can do that We've got uh, Lori from South Heart listening tonight 
Uh, ben and Michaela, as I mentioned earlier, from northeast North Dakota. We've got uh, some Lomans listening out north of Belfield. And, um, oh, there's Luke and Becky are out there, too. And uh, Lane, and good to have them with us tonight listening. We've got um, Elena listening. Is Elena listening from Bowman tonight? And um, Brother Griffith is listening. Brother Roland from Morgantown, Kentucky listening tonight. And Zach and his family are listening tonight. Good to have them. Um, Izzy was just baptized in Jesus' name. That's exciting. And um, that's kind of neat because uh, the special speaker, Zach, we had in our church, his granddaughter, 12-year-old granddaughter, was just baptized in Jesus' name tonight, too. You know, tonight we are going to uh, talk about um, a a subject that I think makes a lot of sense, makes a lot of sense to me. Hopefully hopefully you can hear the whole program because... I think if you just hear bits and pieces, it may not make as much sense. I, I know I tend to repeat myself on the radio because I'm a little nervous that people are tuning in, not tuning in, tuning in, not tuning in. And so I do kind of back up and start over again a little bit. I want to start with this verse in 1 John verse chapter 3 and verse 7. It says, Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Now, this is a very um, straightforward scripture. I was telling Abe on the way to, our, to the station tonight that, um, that I would rather, when I'm dead and gone, I want people to say about me, I understood what he was saying. That doesn't mean you had to like what I was saying, but I don't want to ever be misunderstood. I want to be understood. I do keep things really simple. I don't think it's very complicated what I speak about. If you're looking for Larry Booker tonight, you might want to go to Holy Ghost Channel 1. Because uh, he he's he uh, he's pretty fancy, and I love listening to Brother Booker speak. But I'm not like that. I'm just going to tell you straight out the name of the program is Tell It Like It Is. But this scripture said, if you do righteousness, you're righteous. And that seems really obvious, and it is really obvious. But I'm going to just get into it right away. I'm just going to tell you right away what the program is about. I am really tired a fatalistic talking, uh, kind of, you know, we say in America we don't believe in the caste system that they have in India, but I really do think a lot of people believe in it. They make declarations all the time like, well, I'm an alcoholic, or I'm a drug addict. Um, and And they make declarations saying that that's who they are, that's what they are. And I'm here tonight to debunk that type of talking. You're not a drug addict. You're because you, you, if you are a drug addict, it's because you want to take drugs. <laughs> so it has to do with what you do. It's not who you are. You know, there is a message of hope tonight that you are not a drug addict. You are not a lesbian. You are not an alcoholic. You are not a homosexual. That may be what you're doing. That may be what you're acting out. But that's not who you are. And it and, I, and it's not going to get confusing tonight. It really isn't. Or it, it, I can play this on the other side. Well, you know, Pastor Bob, I'm really a good person. I'm really a good parent. People say that about themselves. But that's not necessarily who you are. You might think you are that person, but you may not even be close to that person. You know, if I told you on the radio tonight that I'm a German shepherd, would you believe that? Roof, roof. I mean, really. I mean, I mean, like, this is radio. You can't tell if I'm a German shepherd or not, can you? But you see, I could act like a German shepherd, but that's not who I am. And I am declaring to you tonight that you are not what you think you are, You have been, you are what you have been doing. Let me read the verse again. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. You are are not a drug addict. You've been doing drugs. All right? Um, Maybe you've been doing drugs a long time. But you're not a drug addict. You're doing drugs. We are not that but we've been doing that. 
James said in James 2.18, he said, a man, uh, you may say, yea, a man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works. And he said, I will show thee my faith by my works. James said, I'm going to show you who I am by what I do. And so I've said this before and I've said it a lot and I'm going to say it tonight maybe several times. But I really cannot tell you who I am. But I can show you who I am. I can't tell you who I am, but I can come close and tell you who I was today. (laughs) You know, I had someone a while back tell me that they were searching, trying to find out who they were and what they believed. Um, And what a fatalistic concept that is. And I used to think that way. I really did. But not anymore. The secret to me still living for God all these years has not been that I believe that I'm a success or a failure. It hasn't, doesn't have anything to do with that. It has been based on the concept of personal decision and believing that I have the power through God to make the right decisions each and every day. That's, that's what I believe. If you've ever seen the bumper sticker, uh, one day at a time, I believe that. I believe that concept. I believe that who you are is not who you are, but who you were today. And that is based on decisions. And so really, Pastor Bob doesn't know who he is, but the closest thing I can tell you is who I was today. And... I believe that what we do makes us who we are. Who I'm who I am is based on what I've done. And so this is the this is the broadcast tonight. Um this is it may not sound deep, it may not sound complicated, but I'm telling you I'm flying in the face of a whole generation of this is getting ridiculous. I mean, it is getting absolutely ridiculous. We started out by telling people telling themselves that they were alcoholics even when they're not drinking anymore but they're still an alcoholic well i i I reject that i had a drug problem i quit when i was 20 i'm not a drug addict if i started using drugs again i'd be like a drug addict but i'm not a i never was a drug addict i was a person that was using drugs that's who i was and with the power of god i quit and I'm not that person anymore. But it's getting weird, you guys. It really is. Like now, there are people, like let's say, oh, I'm really a woman. Well, you can tell by my voice I'm not a woman. I'm not a woman. I, I'm i not. But there are people, there, Abe, you, don't, you, you won't believe this, but there are people that think they're giraffes. There are people that, that uh, think they're a different race than they really are. Like they're trapped in a body that doesn't belong to them. How did we get there? How did we get there where little children now are telling their parents, little boys are saying to their mommy and daddy, I think I'm a girl. See, it's not what you think you are, but it's who you are. That's what it is. And so my phone is texting off the hook here. I'm going to check these out. Uh, Abe's going to play a song, and we're going to get right back into a bunch of scriptures. But do what's right, and you'll be right. this boat and then under the crashing waves to step out of my comfort zone into the realm of the unknown where Jesus is and is holding out his hand but the waves are calling out my name and they laugh at me reminding me of all the times I tried before and failed Ways they keep on telling me time and time again, boy, you never win. You never win. 
listen to today you're going to listen to the lies of the devil or you're going to listen to the voice of truth you know i just got a text from um, kentucky and he said that he's got a friend that won't go to an aa meeting because god delivered him from alcohol and he doesn't want to go there and say i am an alcoholic because that sounds like he's dismissing the power of god how in the world did we, uh, hey, the Portaluses are listening. Good to have you guys listening. Good to have Ethan listening. Okay, all right. Look, at, I'm going to read these. Ben Yoder's listening. We've got from Pennsylvania. The Schulers are listening in Grafton. Uh, we've got um, Connor listening tonight. Stormy wins the prize for the farthest away listening. The Philippines, you can't get any farther away from North Dakota than the Philippines. Uh, we've got Luke, who turned 40 today, listening. His wife beautiful wife alicia who's like 20 or looks like she is we've got warren dakota cheyenne sierra liberty listening tonight good to have you guys listening and um 
just uh, everybody else, I'm not going to maybe call everybody's name, but man, really a lot of people texting me tonight. 701, Danny's listening from Minnesota, 290, 701-290-7862 is the way you can text me. And I've gotten some good comments so far on the program, and I do think it does make sense. I really do. Uh, I'm not, it's, I'm tired of the fatalistic naming of yourselves. Many years ago, I, one of my neighbors was working for me, and he was doing pretty good. He had been a bad drinker. He had, had done a lot of drinking. But he was working for me. He'd worked for me two or three weeks, maybe four weeks, and doing good. And uh, I remember he called me one evening, needed a ride from a bar. It was very cold. It was like 20 below, and uh, was maybe a Friday evening. And um, and he was drunk, and I and he threatened me on the phone like he was threatening to beat me up. And I hung up on him. I said, I'm not giving you a ride, and that's just disrespectful. And I hung up on him. Well, he called back and apologized. I went to pick him up, and I brought him to a – he was my neighbor, so I brought him back to our neighborhood. And I was getting ready to drop him off, and he was really drunk. And he goes like this to me, Pastor – or he goes, Bob, he said, you thought I was a pretty good guy – you 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 told everybody that I was a pretty good guy, but now you see who I really am. This is who I really am. How sad to believe that you're a drunk. How sad. Because that's not who you are. That's what you've been doing. You know, if we turn in our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses uh, 9 through 11. And I, you know, I, I got to thinking about this. I read these verses often on the radio. But it says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay, so people that aren't living right are not going to go to heaven. Be not deceived. So don't let any church tell you any different. You know, don't let any TV evangelist tell you any different. Neither fornicators or idolaters or adulterers or effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves or covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Now here's my question. What is a fornicator? A fornicator is a man or woman that is having sex with somebody that's not their spouse or are committing some kind of sexual act. could be pornography. That's what it is. What makes you a fornicator is you commit fornication. What makes you an idolater is you worship idols. What makes you an adulterer is that you're a married person stepping out on your spouse. What makes you effeminate, and, and this word is interesting, but is when you're a man that is starting to act like a woman. What makes you an abuser of yourself with mankind, or another version would say homosexual, is a person that practices homosexuality. Let me read 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11 out of today's Living Bible. Don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin, or who worship idols, or commit adultery, or are male prostitutes, or practice homosexuality, or are thieves, or greedy people, or drunkards, or are abusive, or cheat people, none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. Do you see how these are all tied into actions? Like, how do you become a thief? You steal something. Thieves steal something. What if a thief quit stealing stuff? Would he still be a thief? No. See, this is, you're not a thief. You just steal stuff. <laughs> is this making any sense, Abe? You know, like, like, see, the label is, and I'm going to get to this because you could, you could be, if you die stealing stuff, that would be what you would be known for. You would be a thief because that you had, you didn't change. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 11, after naming all these sins, it says, and such were some of you. Living Bible said some of you were once like that. Some of you used to be homosexual. Some of you used to be commit adultery. Some of you used to commit fornication. Some of you, like I say, committed homosexual acts. Some of you were abusive. Some of you were would steal things. Some of you used to be drunks. But 
he said, but not anymore. Not only did God forgive you, but you quit doing that. Hey, Eric's listening from Lethbridge, Alberta tonight. Well, now that's a ways away. That's a, that's a ways away. I've been up that way, though. I'd like to go up that way again sometime. The point of this program tonight is, is that these things that you've been doing identify who you've been. But that doesn't mean that's who you are or that you have to stay. See, I, I am just tired of it. I'm, I'm tired of... And it's getting more, like I said, it's getting more ridiculous. You know, for the longest time, I remember years ago, okay, I, 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 I had a drug problem. I started drinking when I was 17. And when I was, uh, uh, by the time, at the end of the summer, just, just right before I turned 18, I, I started using drugs. And for the next several years, I had a, I developed a drug problem, and um, and I tried to quit, and it, it didn't seem like I could. But when I decided I wanted to quit, and I asked God to help me, I did. Well, a period of time had went by, and a friend of mine said, "Boy, you've got a good story. You should come to my NA meeting with me, Narcotics Anonymous." And here again, if you think I'm criticizing or trying to hurt people tonight, I'm not doing that. But I'm just trying to make a point. I went to this Narcotics Anonymous meeting. This really happened to me. And they would people would take turns talking, and they would say, my name is Susie, and I'm chemically addicted. And then she'd tell a little bit of her story. My name is Bill, and I'm an alcoholic. My name is Joe, and I'm a drug addict. And they'd tell a little bit of the story. And we were sitting around this table, and... Um, and I, it was coming to my turn, and I was getting really excited because I was I was really excited. Like I was naive, but I was excited. And it got to my turn, and I said, my name is Bob, and I used to be a drug addict. I didn't realize I said something so wrong, but I but people got really upset. There was a lady in the room. She goes, what do you mean you used to be a drug addict? What kind of drugs did you take? And I said, well, you know, I liked cocaine. She said... If you snorted cocaine right now, you'd be just as hooked as the day you quit. And I said, I suppose. That was 40 years ago. I'm not a drug addict. Could Pastor Bob become a drug addict? If I started using drugs, I could. But that would be my decision. Because God's given me power over those things. This program is about personal responsibility. You are not faded or cast into some kind of a horrible thing. These are decisions that we make. And we've got to take, like my friend Stormy said, we've got to take responsibility. Hey, good to have Jeremy and Becky listening in Bismarck tonight. Last time I was preaching in Bismarck, I looked for you guys and I didn't see you there. Who's this? All my family listening. It's an 899 number. Who is that? The, uh, I shouldn't read these while I'm on the air, right? The, um, uh, oh, hey, they want me to sing another song, Abe. What do you know about that? Um, oh, man, it's just cool, just the different people listening tonight. The, um, But we are what we decide we want to be. And if that wasn't true, God couldn't judge us. What makes a person a fornicator is they decide to, commit fornication. That's what makes you a fornicator. Because if that wasn't true, then God would be completely unjustified in judging us. And he will judge us. We read in the book of Revelation, chapter 20 and verse 12, it says, I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Not according to who they were. According to what they did. That's what that means, according to their works. <clears throat> Verse 13, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death, death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, 
and the and they were judged every man according to their works. You see, personal responsibility. You're you're not going to make a fool out of God. You could say, "Well, God, I can't help this. I'm a drug addict." Well, God, I can't help this. I'm a homosexual. That's not going to fool God. You're not going to make a fool out of God by saying things like that. The reason you're a drug addict is because you take drugs. The reason you're an alcoholic is because you drink. The reason that you have a sex addiction is because you look at pornography. That's the reason. And you're not going to make a fool out of God. The, the uh, Phillips version in Galatians, when it says, uh, talks about mocking God, in, in the Phillips version it says, can a man make a fool out of God? You can't. He knows what's going on. And he wants us to, he wants us to be honest. He really does. Once you're honest, you can repent. Once you realize whose fault all this stuff is, Not the devil made me do it, but you can repent. This is the Tell It Like It Is show. Got my guitar in the studio tonight, and I'm singing. Acting like nobody knows it. Thinking that you've hidden your sin. Telling everybody everything's fine, but you're lying about the trouble you're in. Because I've heard about all you've been doing. You know there's people talking all over town Dragging the name of the Savior down to the ground Now who do you think you're fooling When you're gonna realize That all of your plans and your scheming They're laying right before His eyes Cheating and your dirty dealing Selling your soul for a feeling Who do you think you're fooling with those lies? Satan, he's a-watching, laughing at you And the change you've let him put on your hands But there's people that you'd never imagined, my friend Praying that you'd learn how to stand Cause everything is naked and opened To the God with whom we have to do So if there's anybody that's blind, got a feeling it's you. Who do you think you're fooling? You're heading for a big surprise. That all of your plans and your scheming, laying right before his eyes. Cheating and your dirty dealing, selling your soul for a feeling. Who do you think you're fooling with those lies? Deep down inside you fear it You know you're gonna reap what you sow But as long as you're grieving the spirit There ain't no peaceful place you can go It just keeps getting harder and harder The farther you go down the line Why won't you turn it around while you still got the time? Who do you think you're fooling when you're gonna realize that all of your plans and your scheming laying right before his eyes? Cheating and your dirty dealing, selling your soul for a feeling. Who do you think you're fooling with those lies? Time to get honest with God. And uh, if you're going to get honest with God, you're going to have to start to realize that you are responsible for your actions. This is the Tell It Like It Is radio show. I'm going to let Abe play a quick song tonight so I can read my texts. And I'll be right back. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. We are, we are coming to you live tonight. We worship at the Shroud of Elvis And we're waiting for that money from Ed McMahon And we're drinking from the Perrier Fountain of Youth While we follow what the daily horoscope's saying Taking lethal doses of MTV 
stupid world i guess i wasn't over was it i thought it was hey good to have you guys listening uh man some good stuff here uh we've got Lori from south Hart saying she said um the holy spirit gives us power over addiction but we still have to not decide to do it if you want to live in sin the holy spirit has no power of your free will but the power comes over the addiction you know but that's really good that's exactly what i wanted to say uh the holy spirit God has chosen not to have power over our free will. But if you want God's help, he'll help you. Um, I'm interested, Danny. Danny Frost from St. Cloud said he would like to interview for a documentary he's doing. He's working He's working on something called Ideology. And he said it deals exactly what we're kind of touching on tonight. I'm sure it's a lot more in-depth than what I'm doing tonight. But I'm I'm convinced that um, that we somehow have fallen into this idea that we can't help what we do. Like, how we feel is who we think we are. Like, for instance, if I felt like stealing something, I would not be a thief unless I stole it, right? Isn't that true? Just because I felt like doing something doesn't make me, you know, like, like uh, you might, if you had no... Money, and you might feel like doing something, but if you decided not to do it because of your morals, you're not a thief. There, There is, a, you know, Jesus talked a lot about stuff like this. He really did. He told parables about it. I mean, I, I don't have most of them here in my notes, but but he, he told a parable about a, a man that had two sons, and he asked them to go work in their his vineyard. And the one son said, I'll go, but he never went. And the other sons told his dad, I'm not going, but later he felt bad and he went. Jesus asked the religious leaders, which one of the sons, which one of these two sons did the will of his father? And they said, well, the one that went. You see, we it's not who we think we are that the problem is. It's what we're doing that the problem is. Jesus told another parable in Matthew 25. It's pretty long. I'm not going to read it all. But Matthew 25, 32 through 46, Jesus told a parable of, of some goats and some sheep. And in the judgment that the Lord was going to separate the nations and divide the goats from the sheep, he's going to put the sheep on the right hand, the goats on his left, and he's going to say to the sheep, he said, uh, Come on, blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you for the, from the foundation of the world. I was hungry, you gave me meat. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was a stranger, you took me in naked, clothed me, so on. And the righteous are going to say, when did we do all that? And he said, well, when you did it 
to the least of these, my brethren, you did it unto me. And then he told the goats, he said, you guys are cursed and you're going to be not going to be going to heaven because you didn't do what I told you. The only difference between these two people, these two groups of people, the sheep and the the sheep, the sheep and the goats, is that is what they did and what they didn't do. It was based on what they did or they did not do. I know I know that um you know this is kind of revolutionary stuff but for some of you but it's common sense to me. Like I'm not a heterosexual. I just am a sexual creature that's married to one woman that God gave me. And and my personal decision is to have relations with her only. You, you see the difference, what I'm telling you? Is that that, because God said that's what you're supposed to do with your sex life, is to find a spouse of the opposite sex and be married to them. That's what I'm doing. You know, this this idea, well, you know, I, I, I you know, this is who I am. And all these labels we got on people. I mean, we're labeling everything. These children, I feel so sorry for them nowadays. You're just a normal person and you got seven labels. I bet, and I've never tried this experiment, but I bet if I would go to seven psychiatric clinics and just tell them the way I am, (laughs) I could come out with seven different diagnoses. How do you say that? Anyway. You know, because it's not a science, and they're going to tell me, oh, you're this, you're that, you're the other. What are you, ADD, ADHD? I mean, like, (laughs) we got a label for everything. But is that who you are? You know, this, this is a, it's bothersome to me, it really is. James said, I'll show you who I am by my works. That's what he said. John said, he that doeth righteousness is righteous. Like, if you want to be righteous, well, God will certainly help you be righteous. And if you want to be unrighteous, God won't stop you. You know, we, we um, one of the worst, there's two really, really bad drugs out there in our society. Methamphetamine and the opiates. They're, they're both, I don't know which one's worse. I really don't. I don't know which one's the bigger problem in our society. I really don't. Methamphetamine is just an evil drug. It, that's all I can say about it. It causes people to go crazy. And not just crazy, but just evil crazy. The opiates are so addictive because of the way they make people feel that people that get on them, they'll get on the opiates just because they hurt their back or broke their leg or whatever, and they'll get hooked on them. But I'm telling you, addiction is a choice you make. Oh, no, Pastor Bob, no, I I have an addictive personality. I was born with that. You're wrong. No, let me tell you, I was born with an addictive personality. But I can be addicted to whatever I want to be addicted to. Because you're tempted to do wrong doesn't make you wrong. If you're tempted to do wrong and overcome it. You know, if that's not true, why did God put the tree in the garden? Didn't he put it in the garden so man could have a choice to serve God? If we could not be tempted to do wrong, would there would there be anything to overcome? No, I think I think all people are tempted. But that doesn't mean you have to give in to the temptation. There's victory over it. You know, I, I don't know. It seems like maybe some of the texts I'm getting, people are getting a little confused. And that, that would be the last thing I'd want to do with this subject. But we... 
have to take responsibility for what we're doing. Not and and what we've been doing, we can change through the power of God. Let me read it again. He, he in First Corinthians six nine. Don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? The King James says, "Know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God?" He names all these different things, and then he says, "And such were some of you, but you are washed." You are sanctified, you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. So not only could God forgive a person that was stealing things, but he can give that person the power to not do it anymore. If if you're a person listening to me today and you're clean, you haven't been taking drugs, you haven't been drinking, if you go back to it, that's because you want to. It's not the devil, certainly not God, and it's not the addiction. You've got to face the responsibility that I did this because I wanted to. That's embarrassing, but it's true. You know, um, Abe, why don't you give out some stuff about how to get a hold of us during the week? I'm gonna, I've got some things I want to finish up. I might even sing a song that the Lunas down in Wapaton want me to sing. We are from the New Life Pentecostal Church, and if you'd like to get a hold of our church or like to visit our church, um, our church is located at 501 Elks Drive. You can visit us on Sundays. Um, 10 o'clock a.m. is a worship, or Sunday school. For adults, and there's adult Bible study at 10 o'clock, and also children's Sunday school at 10 o'clock a.m., and then at 11 o'clock a.m. is the worship service, and everybody is welcome to join us for that. Um, I think you'll really enjoy it, and we'd love to have you join us for that. If you'd like to get a hold of Pastor Bob Simons, you can email him. His email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Or you can call or text him. His cell phone number is 701-290-7862. Um, and also on Wednesday night at 7.30, there is a, a worship service as well, 7 o'clock, 7.30 p.m. every Wednesday night. And the church is located at 501 Elks Drive. Um, and we would love to have you join us. If you're from the beach area... Every Tuesday night at the Beach Community Center, um, there is a Pentecostal Apostolic Meeting at 7.30 p.m. every Tuesday night at the Beach Community Center. Um, And you are welcome to join them for that. I'm sure they'd love to have you there. And also in Bowman now, um, at the Beach Community, or the Bowman Community Center, Every Thursday night at 7.30, there's a service in Bowman as well. And, um, yeah, just a lot of things that you can go to. And um, if you'd like to get a hold of Pastor Bob Simons, you can email him. His email, again, is robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Or you can call him or text him. His cell phone number is 701-290-7862. Thank you, Abe. And um, don't have a lot of time left tonight. There's a lot of things I'd like to say. Some of the texts I got are really good, by the way, and I, I'm not getting to all these. I don't know who this is, but this person texted me. This is, you know, really summing up my topic tonight. Tonight, He said, it's not a label as much as an excuse. If we think and say we are blank, then we have the excuse to do that. But with God, there is no excuse. That is really good. Did you make that up, whoever you are? It's not a label, like, I'm a drug addict. It's an excuse. You see, I'm a homosexual. I mean, whatever. You're trying to convince yourself and everybody else that this is who you are. And I'm telling you that this is what you're doing. And that can be changed. We can turn it around. How do we turn it around? I started out the program by saying one day at a time. Jesus said, 
Um, he said in Matthew 6.34, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. We can change our lives one day at a time. Who are you, Pastor Bob? I don't know. But I'll tell you who I was today. I can tell you what I did today. I can tell you who I talked to today. I can tell you what I said today. But I don't know who I am. But Jesus said one day at a time. Just one day. Worry about one day at a time. Lamentations 3, it says, 23, the the mercies of the Lord are new every morning. We can start over every day. You messed up today. Don't just stay there. Don't just stay today and messed up. You know, uh, there, there is a, uh, tomorrow's a brand new day. Get up. It's all about the decisions we make every moment, every day. So what decision are you going to make today? We're not trapped in some kind of caste system. We don't have to keep doing the same things we've been doing. And honestly, if we had to, God would not be right in judging us. John chapter 1 and verse 12, I've got to get to the scripture before I end. But it said, but as many as received him, it's talking about Jesus. But as many as received him, John 1 and 12, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. This verse says he has given us power to become the sons of God. It didn't say he made us the sons of God. He gives us power to become the sons of God. Way back in the Old Testament, there was a woman named Rachel. And she was giving birth to her second son. But in the birthing process, it went bad, and she was dying. In fact, she was she was just about dead, and and the and the the uh, the the nurse that was helping said, "Oh, be encouraged! You gave birth to a son." And she named that boy just before she died. She named him Benoni, which means "son of my sorrows," and she died. But the boy's father changed his name to Benjamin. That means the son of my power or the son of my right hand. And what I'm telling you is don't let the circumstances of your life name you. But let your father name you. Because he's got a plan for you. He's got a name for you. He's got a desire for you. He he wants to help you. I don't care what you've been doing the last 40 years. I could care less. Nobody in our church cares. And you're welcome to come to our church. I don't care where you've been, where you've been sleeping. doesn't make any difference to me. But you can change with the power of God. All right, I'm going to sing this song, whether it goes along with it or not. Eh? Some, some The Lunas want me to sing it. i got to do it. song I wrote years ago. Got a call one evening, many years ago, from someone who I didn't know real well. He asked if I was ready to come out from among them. He told me he would save my soul from hell. And I was called out, called out to be holy, called out, called out of this world, called out, a new life lay before me, I was called out to Him. Well, my life was full of sin When Jesus called me in He had a plan to wash those sins away Baptized in Jesus' name In the apostolic way His blood washed away each stain 
And I was called out, called out to be holy, called out, called out of this world, called out, a new life lay before me, I was called out to Him. But it didn't seem to me I could live in victory He had a plan so I could do that too I spoke in other tongues When the Holy Ghost came in The gift He gave to me He'll give to you And I was called out Called out to be holy Called out Called out of this world Called out A new life lay before me I was called out to Him Lord Jesus, tonight as we close this broadcast God, I pray that you would let people know that They can live a brand new life. They can start tonight. They can start right now. God, by just changing, calling on your power, calling on you for forgiveness, and then just walking in a brand new way in the morning. I just pray that you help us here today. God, help us to believe it. Help us to believe that we're not trapped in these old setbacks and all these old struggles and these old disappointments, God, that so many people are drinking their lives away because they just don't think they can change. I just pray that you'll help them today. Jesus name. Thanks for listening tonight. Lord willing, next Sunday night at 8:06 Mountain Time we'll be back for another Tell It Like It Is radio show. Till then, good night.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.